Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back to Unhappy Hour, the mid-tour special. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. So, we are back for a special mid-tour episode, because I'm still technically on tour. Yeah. I still have eight cities left. That's so many. That and I'm how many going weeks? out to in one week. That's what? Starting Sunday, December 3rd, I'll be in Tampa, and then Atlanta, Nashville, New York City, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Detroit, and Boston. Solid lineup. Yes. Solid. Some of those days have two shows. There's still tickets to most of them left. But here's the thing. I've already been to like 20 cities and I've learned a lot. Mostly that people are insane and scary and that you would not believe the, the things that people say to me and do to me. While I'm on stage. <laughs> so today on the show, we're going to do Worst Things First and uh, talk about some of the stories that we've missed while I've been away. Because guess what? The world is trash. And it's getting trashier every day. Happy Christmas. And then we're going to do a deep dive into the worst audience members at my shows. Because guess what? Some of you are terrible. Um, but you should still come and check me out. <laughs> Don't listen to the man in Phoenix. He left a message on my Facebook page that said, Save your money. What a disappointment. <laughs> he said, all he talks about is being gay and shitting. Which is true. That's yeah. that's what I talk about. <laughs> my dad was like, you know, we talked a lot about poop. <laughs> a lot of poop jokes. I was like, sorry, sir. Sorry that you came to the live show of a man who gets drunk on the internet and expected a classy affair. <laughs> Whatever. Matt loves each and every one of you. Not you that old man. You are all so special to him. And please keep giving him your money. Yes, please. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's start the show. So let's start off with worst things first, the most fucked up news of 
the week, but also the month that I've been away. This was from like a month ago, but I still love this story. Um, New Zealand was thrown into chaos after someone called uh, the Kiwi, the bird of the year, a fat flightless fuck. <laughs> and um, also could be used to describe <laughs> Matt Bell's Yeah, honestly, who said that's an insult? It's a beautiful description. I wear that as a badge of honor. Alliteration. It's all there. Um, But I have been flying a lot, so I'm not flightless. Not like the Kiwi. This week also, uh, two Americans who are vacationing in Thailand, gays. It's an Instagram account called The Traveling Bums, and it's these two gay guys with admittedly perfect butts <laughs> who pull down their pants and expose their butts and take pictures in all of these like beautiful locations. Mm. Uh, did this in Thailand at idea. the site of like holy ah, that's disrespectful. Yeah, at the at a holy site and uh, posted it on Instagram. They were at the airport on the way home when they got arrested Mm -hmm. because they were on like a wanted list after taking their asses out. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't care how great your butt is. Maybe don't take it out at a holy site in Thailand. (laughs) Correction. Actually, after extensive research, we have found it's the traveling butts who posted the picture and then got arrested. The traveling bum is an Instagram account that I think is a lot better that has like 60,000 followers. That is multiple butts, if you want to look that up. And has not been arrested. To my knowledge, has not been arrested. (laughs) They were fined 5,000 baht, which is $154. And they're going to have to pay that. Take your ass out in public at your own risk, I would say. Next! So earlier this month, Donald Trump's uh, Twitter account was deactivated for 11 glorious minutes. A rogue Twitter employee deactivated his account. This week, his identity was revealed. And turns out he's a hot guy who lives in Germany, who was like a Twitter contracted employee. It was this last day. And he got a notification that was like uh, a complaint has been filed against this account. So he like set in motion what would need to happen to deactivate his account, not expecting it to actually happen. Then he left the office for the last time and then discovered, fuck, he actually deactivated Donald Trump's account for 11 minutes. Then a day later, he came out and said he regrets doing it and that he admires Donald Trump and his success. Canceled! You fucked up, sir. You had my heart for 24 hours. Not even. And then you had to disappoint, just like every other man in this world. Congratulations, sir. You fucked up. You could have, we could have had it all. Rolling in my deep. Worst news of all, I left New York City last in a world where Blake Shelton was not considered the world's sexiest man alive and now apparently that is that is our reality fucking blake shelton who has tweeted some abominable things he's tweeted like if any man touches my butt i'll kill him what (laughs) like actually 
Let's look up some Blake Shelton tweets. Grown men who wear Chuck Taylors may as well write on their forehead. Two words, forehead. <laughs> Quote, cucumbers turn me on. Which is just the worst gay joke ever. <laughs> I'm honestly concerned that this man thinks that gay men are into cucumbers. Which, I, I love a good cucumber. A nice cucumber of flavored water. I'm more into pickles, but, you know. No, ugh. Uh, whatever. Standing in line at a coffee shop in L.A. talking with the man in front of me, he orders a skinny caramel latte. I couldn't tell he was gay. Um... Question for my gay followers. Are Skittles y'all's favorite candy? (laughs) No! Taste my fist. I'm not gay, but I think Ellen is hot. Wait a minute. What? (laughs) I was 19 years old when my heart first got broken. I'm over it now, but I wonder what that fat, ugly bitch is up to. (gasps) Oh my god. He has tweeted a bunch of other, wish wish the dickhead in the next room would either shut up or learn some English so I would at least know what he's planning to bomb. <gasps> canceled. Blake Shelton, canceled. People Magazine, repent. He is dork-sided. This is dork-sided stuff. <laughs> anyway... Uh, Blake Shelton tweeted an apology, which started, oh, this apology also was from a year ago. (laughs) So, everyone knows comedy has been a major part of my career. (laughs) What? (laughs) Who? Who knows that? (laughs) He's last on my list of comedians. Yeah, what an insane thing to say. That was... It's always been out there for everyone, anyone to see. That said, anyone who knows me also knows I have no tolerance for hate of any kind or form. Can my humor at times be inappropriate and immature? Yes. Hateful? Never. Yeah. <laughs> that said, I deeply apologize to anybody who may have been offended. Blake. Anyway, People Magazine should repent withdraw his title and give it to the true people's sexiest man alive obviously harry styles who tragically was not nominated for best album of the year by the grammys who have a long history of denying the people who deserve it most beyonce also harry recently said that his style icon was shania twain and I got an erection. (laughs) Next up, we have a deep dive for you about the worst audience members at my shows and every show because some audience members are fucking bullshit. Let's do it. Teeth marks. Being gay. Drunk crazies. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Ah, uh, where do I begin? What's, I don't know, what's being on tour like? We've missed you. Fill me in. It's so much fun. I, it really is. People are always like, do you hate meeting everybody? And first of all, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I fucking hate you all. <laughs> uh, because... A, I'm never gonna say that, but B, it's not true. I like I like meeting everybody. It's fun to meet 
people in every city. And I went to a lot of cities this year that I hadn't been. I'd never been to North Carolina before. Mm, that's not a city. Yeah, I know. The city of North Carolina yeah. is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I went to uh, Raleigh, which I had no idea was pronounced Raleigh. No. I thought it was Raleigh. I'm down Raleigh, North Carolina, <laughs> and <laughs> home of Clay Aiken. My very first concert ever was Kelly Clarkson and Clay Aiken. Oh. The independent tour. And I went with my mom, dad, and brother. And my mom made us make a sign that declared our dog, Molly, her love for Clay Aiken's dog, Raleigh. (laughs) So anyway, that's when I knew for sure that I was gay. (laughs) Uh, Because we actually made a sign that said like Molly loves Raleigh and they we had their pictures on it where else did you go so I went to well let's start we started off in in New York I had a book signing here then we did a live show of unhappy hour if you missed it you could watch it on Facebook live on my Facebook page or listen to it back on our feed here Uh, Then I went to Chicago, which was a lot of fun. That was my first show. My parents were there. My whole family was there. My parents were there. Yeah. Well, my dad and my sister were there. Yeah. And they got trampled. They did. (laughs) They loved it, though. They had a great time. I went to Ohio, uh, Columbus, Cincinnati. Then I went to Minneapolis, Mall of America, survived. Wow. I went to Dallas, Houston, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Cleveland, Milwaukee, San Francisco, Denver, Raleigh, Charlotte. Oh my God. Salt Lake City. We get it. Seattle. You went to a lot of places. Portland. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) And they were all wonderful. The comedy club I performed in Charlotte the night before, they had a show and pipe burst in the middle of the showroom and rained shit on everybody. <gasps> like it was a sewage pipe. Yeah. That's disgusting. So everybody- Was it part he, of a bit? Yeah. It was a bit. Yeah. He took out a knife, the comedian, and then he sliced open <laughs> a pipe and then it rained shit on everybody. Wow. I would have loved for that to happen during my- it, Yeah. It's that, on theme. Yeah, Because I talked about shitting and then I would be like, guess what? I'm gay. And then I covered everything. Rain shit about. and then just rains glitter. Yeah. It's beautiful. I take it out of my pocket and blow it on everybody. (laughs) Here's the thing about being someone who gets drunk professionally. The people who come out to my shows are all lovely, but they come out to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Some of them have too much of a good time. (laughs) Some of them show up having had too much of a good time already. Uh The craziest show that I've ever had was in Seattle, Washington last week. And the night before I was in Portland, which was also a crazy audience, they were very rowdy, but like in a good way. Everyone was like just hyped up, like drunk, (laughs) drunk, stoned. Um, Anyway, uh, so Portland was like rowdy and crazy, but like in a good, fun way. Mm -hmm. Everyone was, everyone was behaved. and that was a Saturday night. The next night, flew to Seattle, and I was like, "Ugh, I hope people are more like controlled tonight. It's a Sunday night. Surely Seattle will be under control." Wrong, I was, Barry. <laughs> Wrong, I was. <laughs> uh, 
people were out of control from the beginning, just like shouting. People were shouting categories at me like it was an improv show. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like taking suggestions. Like 10 minutes in. This... What, what is your show like? So my show is like a pretty standard stand-up show. Okay. Uh, it's usually like 75 minutes, 80 minutes of just yeah. me telling jokes. Oh, that's my worst Telling nightmare. stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, last year, I used to walk out and chug a bottle of wine on right. stage. Right. I quickly learned that that is not a great idea. No. Every night of that tour last year, I would end it with a massive headache, have to wake up with a hangover, get on an airplane and fly to the next city. So this year I was like, for my liver's sake, for my sanity, I won't chug wine. I've been drinking whiskey. So yeah, I'm like having fun. I get drunk. I tell my jokes, tell my stories. And halfway through the show in Seattle, a girl brings up a cup of wine and like thrusts it at me on stage. And then everybody is like, drink it. Um, So that I had to deal with that. But like 15 minutes into the show, this girl starts shouting, dicks. <laughs> And I was like, what are you shouting? And she kept shouting, dicks. And I was like, do you work for them? Like, are you a sports authority figure? <laughs> are you trying to sell me some, like, fishing gear? Apparently, it's like a bar, restaurant, fast food place that's nearby called Dicks. That's what she was shouting. Take yeah. him to Dicks. Uh, oh, boy. And she shouted it enough times where I was like, all right, we've had fun. But if you say one more fucking thing, I'm going to throw your ass out. <gasps> and everybody was, everybody cheered and like she calmed down. Then 20 minutes later, there was a pause and she was like, dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, all right, everybody, like, let me hear her out. Say your fucking piece so you I can sh have you shut the fuck up so I can get on with my shit. And uh, she could barely form a full sentence. Oy. And I was like, oh, you're wasted. Um, well, I think it's best if you go home. I've never had to throw anybody out yeah, before. No. But she just was, she was being too disruptive. So sadly, they had to lead her away. Um, and then we all went to Dick's afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> After the show, so normally after the show ends, I'll go backstage, mop myself off, <laughs> change my underwear, and then I'll go down and I meet everybody who wants to stay afterwards. But when I walk downstairs in Seattle, the uh, theater, the person who ran the theater was like, hang out for here for a second. Someone is having a bit of a temper tantrum outside. Uh -oh. And I could hear screaming. And oh, I was no. like, oh, no, what's wrong? It was a different person who got too drunk mm -hmm. and they asked her to leave and she refused <gasps> and threw a fit and bit a security <laughs> guard in the wrist. Full on, he showed me his arm and there were teeth marks <laughs> on his arm. Did she break the skin? No, she did oh, not break God. the skin, but, but she punched him in the face. <gasps> what? <laughs> She was, like, throwing punches, biting, just full-on. He absolutely could have pressed charges. They had to call the police. Oh, my God. And I will admit it was the funniest thing because <laughs> I was standing, like, behind this door waiting for them to take her out so I could go out and say hello to everybody. And all of her friends were around her, and they were all drunk. 
and they were just shouting at her. All of them were crying. Of course. <laughs> they were like, if you love us, you come with us right now and not get arrested. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, if any of if you were any of these people, I am sorry that your friend did this. If you were that person, I'm sure you're hearing about this for the first time because I don't know if you remember anything that happened, but you bit a security guard <laughs> and then the police had to take you away. So that was two people who had to be forcibly removed from that show. <laughs> there was a third girl in line oh, no. to meet me who was there by herself and um, full on just like grabbed my ass oh. and uh, then had a picture, but then tried to get back in line. And they were like, sorry, you know, we, uh, we have to. There's a really long line. And uh, I could see her out of the corner of my eye. While everybody else was, the line was continuing, there was a police officer trying to, like, get her coat on. <laughs> and she was, like, trying to give him a hug while it was happening. <laughs> it was just a complete mess. Someone else in line told me that they ran out of alcohol at the at <laughs> Seattle. So that's why. <laughs> that, like, they ran out of wine, that they didn't have anything else. And, uh, yeah, who fucking knew that wow. Seattle goes hard. Yeah. And uh, it was insane. I cannot believe I survived it. Yeah. There was another show, San Francisco, where it was a theater with two levels. Because mm-hmm. I'm a big deal and I got to fill two levels. Double decker. Double decked it. And someone five minutes in dropped their cell phone <gasps> from the top <laughs> and hit someone on no! the bottom oh who had to be taken away. <gasps> And, like, medically seen to. How many people (laughs) had to be taken out of any of your shows for either, like, police or ambulance purposes? At least five. At least a handful. (laughs) Um, The girl who who got hit by the phone, her friend messaged me on Facebook the next day and said, um, my friend was the one who got hit. To be fair, she deserved it. (laughs) She was like, she was being obnoxious and she did deserve to get hit. But still. Is she okay? (laughs) I think so. I hope so. Anyway, don't throw your cell phone. (laughs) Don't scream dicks. Don't bite the security guard. Don't hug the police officer. Uh... Don't Maybe don't thrust. drink. <laughs> <laughs> don't. I'm just saying I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. I take part in the drink, but I know how to keep my my bearings. I passed that part of, of the SAT where they have you drink a bottle of wine and then walk a line. Uh-huh. Nailed it. Yeah. 1600. That's what got you into Northwestern. Yep. Yep. And then I threw up in a cab. Yeah. And on someone's couch and their cat. But never on stage. But never on stage. (laughs) So let this be a lesson to all who come out to my shows in the future. Eat some carbs, pasta it up, drink some water, uh, wear a mouth guard. (laughs) Have fun, but not too much fun. But if you do have too much fun, know that Matt will shit on you on this podcast. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for coming out. Uh, everywhere is great and also terrible. And it's not the end. It's I'm not still over. going. Eight more cities. And that's what it's like in the life of me on the road. 
up and down in airplanes, in hotels, mostly staining hotel room sheets and curtains and carpets and towels. Wow. So anyway, don't sleep in a hotel bed that I've been in. (laughs) Do come to my shows. Yeah. And then you get to meet me and get a book and it will be great. And everyone will smile and have fun and look fondly back on it. And you can uh, tell your children and your children's children that you saw me talking about being gay and shitting. The end. And that's it for our deep dive. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, let us do our chasers. It's the great thing at the end of the week. The good thing that makes the bad things go down a little bit easier. Matt, since you're back in the studio, it would be an honor to have you go first. What's your chaser? All right. I have a few things this week. Um, First, I've been rereading my favorite book of all time. Everything is awful. (laughs) (laughs) Other observations. (laughs) Matt Right. My book, Everything is Awful and Other Observations, available on Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, and your local bookseller. But I'm also reading my second favorite book, Lord of the Rings. The Great Epic Quest. Love it. And rewatching it. I'm very excited because Amazon just announced that they're bringing Lord of the Rings back in a miniseries. It's going to be like... It's going to be like a prequel. Mm. I know. So like The Hobbit? They already did that. <laughs> it's and like it's awful. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, but you know, but Peter but Jackson's so, not involved, is he? I don't know. I don't think so. Is CGI involved? Because I don't want none of that. No. No. That's why I'm re-watching the movies, too. After I've read each part, I'll, re- I'll watch the movie. But what's so great about the those movies is that, like, they made everything real. Yeah. It wasn't just CGI. I mean, like, no. Gollum was CGI. But, like, everything else, they, like, made everyone's, like, chain-link armor. Yeah. I read Call Me By Your Name, the gay movie that everybody is watching. Do you know it? Mm-mm. Sorry. I don't even know if heterosexuals can physically see this movie. Ooh. If, if it appears before you. <laughs> Call Me By Your Name, it's with Army Hammer and this um, other... Armin Hammer? See the guy who made the toothpaste? Armin Hammer, yeah. The toothpaste deodorant guy. Sorry. He, his balls had to be CGI removed. Speaking of CGI. <laughs> <laughs> he wears short shorts in the movie and they, apparently his balls fell out in some scenes <laughs> and they had to like CGI remove them. Oh, you know that? That means someone is just there like frame by frame scrubbing away his I little I would be honored. Balls. Yeah. But the book was very, very good and the movie is supposed to be amazing. Someone fucks a peach. I think. In the book, they do. And then the other guy eats it. And I haven't seen it yet. But I recommend the book. Do not read it in public. (laughs) Uh, And then finally, my last chaser goes to the Trixie and Katya show. If you don't know, Trixie Mattel and Katya are two drag queens. They were both on RuPaul's Drag Race. And they now have their own show on Viceland that is based on their YouTube series called Uh. (laughs) It's like U N N N H H H. (laughs) Look it up. Watch all their YouTube videos. They're the funniest people on the internet besides me. And then you should watch their show. Wonderful. What is your chaser, Barry? My chaser this week slash month is 
the movie Thor, the <laughs> new one that came out. Did you see it? I saw it. Here's the thing, people. I don't really, it's not that I don't care about super, no, yeah, I don't care about superheroes. Um, I enjoy watching the movies from time to time, but like I by no means understand or know any of the like mythology or storylines, anything like that. Went in to see Thor because I've been having a rough week and I was like, you know what? I need a movie where I won't cry and I won't be sad and I won't be mad. I just like want like only when it comes to like the range of emotions, I just want like up a man did this movie deliver (laughs) it was so fun it was so fun it just like was super entertaining it was really funny and i don't know anything about thor so like i don't have to be critical of the (laughs) storyline of like not matching anything i don't know so it was just super great jeff goldblum's in it he's incredible tessa thompson is also in thor and she's fucking amazing she's so good Kate blanchett's in it and she plays the villain and oh my god incredible also very i mean it's obviously not lord of the rings but a lot of it is filmed in new zealand and kate blanchett is in it so i got a lot of loader vibes which always looking for loader vibes uh yeah kate blanchett and chris hemsworth is like my wet dream yeah it was extremely sensual for everyone also there were like 10 people in the theater and me and my friend liz were by far the loudest (laughs) good it was great Good. Yeah, so that was my chaser. Truly, it made the bad things go down smooth. It was a very fun movie. Highly recommend if you're looking for just an entertaining time. Also, everyone's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So watch Thor, rewatch Lord of the Rings, watch the gay movie Call Me By Your Name, Mm -hmm. and read the book, and then fuck a peach. That's our show. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get this show. Hit subscribe, then rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. You can also find us on Spotify and Stitcher and all the places where podcasts are. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Jenna Weiss-Berman, Josh Gwynn, and me, Matt Belisai. Special thanks to Max Linsky, Jess Hackle. Music by Hansdale Sue. You can find me on all the social medias at Matt Belisai. You can buy my book, Everything is Awful, and other observations at everythingisawfulbook.com or at your local bookstore. You can come see me live on tour next week. We'll be back with our regularly scheduled episodes very soon. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Uh, Bye-bye. You know there's no Jimmy John's in New York that delivers to my apartment? (laughs) (laughs) 